0: Blow the whistle. And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle with your host, Tyler butterball Butterball.
1: Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker, and he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys open. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good.
0: And David Double D
1: Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma
0: will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin.
2: This is the biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL you can possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit
0: us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at blowt whistle1. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E 1. And hey now
2: Here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. And a happy Monday to you all out there, courtesy of the boys here from Blow the Whistle, which you are listening to right here on SportstownChicago.com. I am, of course, Andrew Valentin, along with...
0: I. David Dykstra But I wasn't ready For the peppy pepe,
2: pepe. <laughs> <laughs> And of course With us as well Is <laughs> Tyler It caught me off guard
0: Tyler I <laughs> know that I, was I was like All of a sudden He's got life Yes <laughs>
1: Listen a more wide awake Andrew than Friday <laughs> <laughs> Listen I, I'm
0: glad somebody's awake Friday I'm, I was I'm dragging today I'm not gonna lie oh, So am I I, I had, I had my coffee till like four, so. I had my coffee Today Listen, That's the only thing That gets me going We all know you And your crack cocaine So don't even
1: lie About your <laughs> being coffee Coffee Don't Don't make people think I do drugs. (laughs) All right, well... uh, Caffeine. Caffeine. Caffeine, not Coke. (laughs) Caffeine, not Coke.
2: (laughs) Well, welcome everybody here to Blow the Whistle, obviously. Uh, Thank you to everybody who listens on our podcast sites. Uh, Of course, all thanks to the people who are from the Under the Hood podcast as well for listening to us. Uh, Obviously, guys, if you want to follow us, you can find us at Blow Whistle one on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You guys can also hit us up at blowtwhistleradio at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. We want to hear from you guys as well. Uh, Today, folks, we got a fun one. Uh, We're basically going to be talking about uh, we've got our fun, lovable bulls here at home and what's been going on with them lately. We're going to be getting into some Nets talk and, of course, Zion Williamson along with some things that happened in the combine. And, of course, we got to talk about Karen, excuse me, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
0: uh, and, I love that. that was That's really good. And
2: his whole situation, uh, and it's, it's obviously going to be a lot more coming at you, ladies and gentlemen, but that's just the first hour. So, boys, are you ready to hit this? Let's go, let's go. Let's do it.
0: I knew Andrew was sleepy, so that's why I did this. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna play this no matter what, just to wake him up a little bit. This but I need, you know what? I needed a little bit today, so bring this, it bring it we back all up. Do. Bring it's it all back. back up for us, Tyler. Wow
1: wow, wow
3: Oh
2: yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. We are talking about the Chicago Bulls. So, if you've not been keeping up to late up to date with the Chicago Bulls. Unfortunately, they have lost their last four games. They are going tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers at six PM. Can That's we just say make it
0: five? <laughs> let's, let's not. Let's no, give I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but I am the non Bulls fan here.
1: Wait until come these on, seven, man. Who's gonna guard a, a bit, bit of faith Let Would the be nice. people give
0: a chance to listen to what we got to yeah. say? Are, are you at least gonna like? <laughs> come on. I know you've got. I'm gonna wait Mr. until the mm-hmm. end to give what I think. Huge Olay out there God. when it comes to Embiid. He didn't get a chance to I tease don't care. The segment. No, he just just call right it five in. right off the bat and let's let's talk about the issues. No faith. No faith whatsoever.
2: Uh well yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh so obviously tonight they're <laughs> taking on the 76ers Uh and the question I have out for all the fans, and then I'm gonna ask you the boys, uh, what do you think has been the biggest uh problem with the Bulls thus far? And is there a chance that we will see some light at the end of the tunnel potentially here? Obviously, again, we've talked about this. March is a long, long road. But, again, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, at Blow2. one we want to hear from you guys. Tyler, start it off, man. Do you, what do you think has been the problem with the Bulls? And what do you think – do you think that there is light at
1: the end of the tunnel?
0: Oh, please, please go old school with it, Tyler. Tyler.
1: Okay, like throwback to what we've been saying every show in twenty twenty, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, it's it's obvious the defense. That's the that's the biggest defense. Thing. Defense not there, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Well, no, I mean with the with uh, the Bulls uh, not having Caruso and Lonzo Ball and obviously the Patrick Williams, they're like the three best defensive guys on that team It's it's been showing since they've been out mm-hmm. that that's what's been the, the biggest struggle because starting out of the season we were like damn this Bulls team has really upped their defense and really got their defense because that was the biggest issue for them last year but I mean that's what's ha- how uh, hurting them right now and uh, you can already see in their difference is points for and points against it dropped ja- drastically it used to be like I think there was like a 7 point difference now I think it's only like a 4 or a 3 point difference now um, but no, that's the biggest thing right now. And then also closing out games. And cause I want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks game is they were up huge mm. and they let Trey young kudos to Trey young. He's a hell of oh, a player, yeah. hell of a player, absolutely. But you can't let the kid in that late of a game. You can't slack off and let that them come back into that game because that game was far from over in that four, uh, in the beginning of that fourth quarter, maybe end of third and then. Closer towards the end of the third, they started coming back. But, I mean, in that situation, the Bulls cannot, when you have a lead that big, they cannot be bringing them, letting them come back in um, any game for that matter. Can I
0: just say one thing real quick? Mm. I, Go ahead. I, I do think Trey Young, when he visits Chicago, should probably talk to Brian Erlacher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did it take me a minute to see what the hell you're just, talking about? Just putting it out there. Listen, oh I can say
0: stuff like that. I'm I'm the only bald headed weirdo around. And either, you know what? So he,
1: they probably I'm flew into O'Hare. Trust me. There's plenty of billboards out there to yeah. give give him the idea. <laughs> they they definitely flew
0: into O'Hare. Too bad there was no hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God.
0: I'm right, sorry. You you're
2: one dad joke. I'm you're sorry. Good. They, listen. You're done. It he, bothers me. There landed, are
1: certain things in this world that bother me. To no end. Can I Can I throw in another one? I yeah, go for it. He landed no hair, but the hair did not land on him.
0: <laughs> I, for me, like.
1: I'm not going to comment. It,
0: it's it's <laughs> one of the things that absolutely bothers me as a bald-headed man. Like, those guys that hold on to it for too long, mm. just either.
3: Shave
2: it. Shave it. Yeah.
0: Like, go real tight with it. So it doesn't look that
1: bad, right? Or go bald, man. Well, not even that. Just his hair is just all over the whatever hair he has left is just all over the place. It's not even like combed properly. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it like I, it's would,
0: just, I listen. It's just I, horrible.
1: He's a great basketball player, but
0: I just I can't watch him for that fact. This is just one of my like personal all right. pet
1: peeves. Uh, but that being
0: said, I. Here's my thing that I've kind of, and I agree with Tyler on every aspect of what he's saying. Defense and you know being able to close out games right now has become a very difficult thing for them. Yeah. Um. But that 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 Milwaukee game, I thought they had it. I really thought they were going to pull one off. They were catching heat. Every the end. every single one of the players was playing with an attitude yeah. that night, and mm-hmm. it, absolutely, I think it had a little bit to do with a certain someone. Just say his name. Grayson, Grayson, (laughs) the, can we just call him the true heel? Jackass. Allen. (laughs) I can't call him that just for the pure fact. Because you're a Duke fan, I know. No. Grayson, two-facing Allen. No, it has nothing to do with him going to Duke. I just love the guys that don't get all butthurt like LeBron James and actually, like, embrace that heel mentality and go, oh, you want, Trey Young's another one. Like, when he plays in New York, just feeds off of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Grayson Allen does. Grayson Allen just feeds off of people booing him, and he likes it a lot Because he knows more. he's going to get right. the plub-
1: publicity. I can never say that word. Publicity? Publicity. P- p- of p- 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 on him doing cheap stuff like that. So, I mean, he like you said, like, exactly. He feeds off of it. But it seemed
0: like the whole team was truly up for that game, and it was a great game, and it could have went was. either way. It was a phenomenal yeah. game. Could have went either way. Uh, my, like... Like we've said, though, like our biggest issue, it's injuries.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Once once these three come back, I think this team is a different team again.
2: And that's the big thing that we're waiting for right now is to see if Caruso, Lonzo Ball, and obviously when Patrick Williams does come back right now, it's projected that in the next week or two, Caruso and Ball should possibly be back. Williams right now is working with the team. He should be back, they said, at the earliest, he'll be back the third week
1: of March, so in the next couple weeks. Because they're saying that he's progressing quicker. Yes, that yeah. he's more than more likely, quicker progress. Uh, more
0: point. than likely, though, I wouldn't look for him before the first week in April, though.
2: Probably end of March, first week of April is probably when you would see him. And it's going to be limited time, too. I mean, let's be very honest. He's probably still working himself into a shape where he can actually play b- basketball on a... On a full level, right? He's still he's still trying to, and he's also got to get some time with this team. This is a new team right. that's in front of him now. So,
1: because how early in this? Well, no, because that doesn't even matter. How early in the season did he get hurt last year, or was it this year that he got hurt? It was this year. Okay, I thought hurt. so. Yeah. yeah, but no, you're totally right. He's got to kind to adapt with this new team and under like know the the drastic changes that happened from last what, year. To this once again,
0: year. I'm having the same conversation. With him that I would ha- would have had with Tristan Thompson when he came in. Know listen, your role? Listen, Patty Will, I don't need you to do much of anything but defend, get rebounds, and outlet. Yeah, right. Score, score 10. I'll be happy with that. I don't need any more from you.
2: I mean, we have seen already— 15-
1: if you give us 15 boards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen okay. he's
2: got scoring prowess already. We saw that in the preseason. So we know, probably with a full season, he can probably become your 15, maybe even 18 point scorer if you give him 36 to 40 minutes on, on at any point on the court. So I don't think, I think you're right. I think you just established, listen, whatever Tristan Thompson's doing, you do the exact same thing. It's just you're 21 years old. So you can clearly keep up with a lot more of the other players out there. I would, there, despite- I would.
1: Go ahead. Despite these injuries, I mean, because we talk about them all the time, is Io has just been really stepping oh. up in that starting role. Oh, yeah. he's He looks like a true point guard.
2: He's making it very hard that sometime in the near future, this team may need to think about shifting things around. I'm not saying it, they should, but it, he's making it difficult now for life as a guard. But, folks— there is one team that has not been all nets. In fact, they have been missing the net, it seems, more than ever. We'll be talking about them and more here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com.
0: It finds Tatum. They double-team him. Took it out of traffic. Bucket! Whoa! 49
3: points for Jason Tatum.
2: Tatum with the midrange.
3: Pure. A 51-point transcendent ethereal heavenly performance. The applause. Deservingly so. Celtics win it.
2: 126 to 120. (laughs) Highlights (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: Highlights <laughs> By ESPN And ABC uh, We just got Random people yeah. Popping into the studio Ghosts from our past Are reappearing <laughs> folks And it's so
2: good to see them
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen uh, Joining with us In the studio Real quick Want to give a big shout out To a former uh, Teacher of ours He is a master of editing uh, He was a Director a master, Correct A master of,
0: of everything
2: Yes a master of everything uh, Director Correct Correct, if I'm not mistaken. Director,
3: uh, producer, editor,
2: area. <laughs> <director, laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
0: so. We're going to be. All right, here comes the next two hours. Is yeah, Tom was, right. his credits. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Aroniak is here and with us. And if you guys don't know, he's a very beloved individual for us here at Blow the Whistle, as well as X-Bomb Sports. Tom, it's always good to see him, man. It good was. Him, man. Absolutely, man. It, how, how have you been, man? How have you been?
1: Absolutely fantastic, man. I just can't thank you guys enough for just. The kind words and all the love and respect that I get every time I walk in these doors, man. It's a really good and that's just you, a I few know. of the words we can say. <laughs> no, in a good way, good. there's many, many <laughs> more. Yes, in a good there's, way. Way. <laughs> there's many good things we can say, many just good there's things. other ones we can't use <laughs> like, right now.
0: Like, like, literally, literally leave it up to Butterball to just make it weird and awkward.
1: <laughs> the master himself. <laughs> Oh man, man. I you guys. Just <laughs> <laughs> good times. Huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, you man. guys enjoy the rest of your show.
2: Thank you, thanks Tom. Thanks Tom. Tom, it's always good to see you. Tom Aroniak, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for him. <laughs> there you yeah, go. There
0: we go. All
2: right. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right, now that the applause is over, <laughs> we can talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yes, so where is it going with this again?
2: Uh, oh, yeah, Brooklyn Nets, right. So the Brooklyn Nets, obviously, since Kevin Durant's been back, there was a lot of anticipation for what exactly the team was going to be looking like. There was many that believed that the Nets would be turning around. But, unfortunately, things have just not gone their way, as it was already pre-mentioned uh, in a wonderful update done by our own Tyler Beautoball. A 126-120 to 120 loss to the Boston Celtics allowing Jason Tatum to score 54 points, his fourth 50-point game, and he's only 24 years old. So the question I asked the listeners and all the people out there, and then I ask you, the boys, what exactly do you think the Nets can do to possibly bounce back? Again, hit us up, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at whistle one We want to hear from you guys. David, kick it off, man. What can the Nets do to bounce it back?
0: Activate Ben Simmons.
2: <laughs> not even going
1: to touch, <laughs> touch it. I had to, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, good. I, even. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> what were you going to say? Kyrie Irving, get the damn vaccine. <laughs>
0: That too. that too. You know, okay, I'm just going to say spot this. spot number one, sore <laughs> spot number two. I'm just going to say this right now. Hey, like, have you guys watched Kevin Durant in his, what, two games now that he's been back? Yeah. He looks tired. Oh yeah. He looks Karen. so tired. He's doing everything for this team. He looks so like
2: either that n- injury is nagging or he really just like didn't try to work out. I'll bet
0: you I'll bet you dollars to donuts. And we all know how I, Andrew and I love our donuts. Hey, um, I like donuts, don't Yeah, but you don't. Yeah,
2: have but you don't donut. show it. I had a
1: donut this morning. You don't Double show K, it. You didn't get
2: anything for
0: us? did it I go know, straight sorry, to the I tripod? Should've. But anyway, um, <laughs> Go on. Um, <laughs> My my whole thing is I'm I'm wondering if there's that little bit of hardened mentality now going on with KD. Yeah. Like I didn't sign on for this. Right. Like I, he's I, he's I over si- it. I signed on to be, you know, like the leader of the clubhouse, but you know, right. have some help. Right. And I'm getting help every every away game, but right. no home game. And let's Let's call it like we see it, ladies and gentlemen. the hottest team in the NBA right now is the Boston Celtics. absolutely they are on fire yeah for sure and
1: who'd have seen that who'd have seen I, that I, th- I gotta say they they're, they're definitely surprised me this year they were they started off really rough rough and now <laughs> they're only they're only four and a half games behind from that number one spot in the east. I don't and, think they'll make it up there. But right I there. don't.
0: Honest to God, I don't. I honestly do not see the Heat holding on to that.
1: No, I
2: think the Heat. The Heat always have
1: but,
0: that moment where they drop off. But they're getting back a key component too. It's true. Oladipo's, Oladipo's coming back, yeah. so that's a little scary as well. They're playing this well without
1: Oladipo. Is Lowry still out, or is he? Yeah, Lowry still out. Yeah, Lowry's so, yeah, so they're, out. They're that's another thing. Uh, d- like this they can be they can be a very scary team. <laughs> they, absolutely you've got you've got <laughs> Golden
0: State and Phoenix in the West, and then you've got about like. Ten teams in the East that are going. Yep. We got a shot.
2: Oh, it's, a, it's a hunt right now in the East. If you do the race is so close right now for first place. I mean, even like you said, Celtics are four and a half games back. They could easily make that up if the Bulls, the Bucks, and the and the Heat all drop off the at East, some point, and the Sixers too. I mean, yeah, it's just
1: obviously. the East is just all over the place at yeah. this moment. So it's like, well, and, it's anyone's. And, right?
0: Well, and another question is, how long does the honeymoon phase stay for Harden? He's been like this before.
1: Right. Oh yeah.
0: Twice now he's been like this. He'll throw on the oh, fat Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Right. And oh, then yeah.
2: I think three months later, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have
0: issues. I think Fat Sue's gonna come out of the
2: closet. My hammy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all gonna come down to what happens with Joel Embiid. Right. If and if when he gets hurt, because there's always it's not a there's of, always if, an instance. It's a, it's a when with him at this point. When he gets hurt, how does Harden handle that? Is he okay with that? I think he's going to be fine with it because at least for Embiid, you can say he's 25, 26 years old, right? He's in his prime. It's not like Durant where you're like, he's 31. Like, his injuries are not going to heal as fast. And then you got hard-headed Irving over here who's like – I mean, listen. I could, but I don't want to because it's not about it's not about the vex. It's about the people with the jobs. What the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> dude like, it's not that I'm against it. Yeah, it's, it's just I'm not. I'm not anti-vax. I am not i am not anti vex i do not want them to
1: tell me what to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: your anti-authority. I get it. No, I get it. I understand. But you know, Stand up. It doesn't mean you're not selfish. Obviously, in my eyes, but I listen.
1: Right now, the 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 nets are a mess at this point. Right? Uh, to me, great. right now, they're looking. As the east side of the Lakers. It's got a good yeah. list of players names yeah. names wise. But I mean I mean Brooklyn looked promising beginning, but good lord, you look at like David was pulling up all those L's you see <laughs> on down the column. It's like It's amazing. It's about the team it's about the names that's on that oh, team. Oh,
0: I just could you, <laughs> could you imagine if the Lakers and the Nets make a run in the postseason? Don't, and they end up in the say finals it, don't together say that, that would be such a horrible don't finale that. it's don't, not going to happen it's not going to happen look listen <laughs> My and we're not even sports. we're not even talking about the biggest return of them all that's coming in the west right yeah
2: that's true if you guys don't know a how was I going to say this? I didn't want to say fat. A very large, plumply man. Well, I was going to say he wasn't exists. kidding when he said biggest. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: He's not that big anymore. No, he has apparently shed off his
2: pounds. That is Zion Williamson. According to what I saw last, he was around 282, I think it was.
0: He only needs to drop there. about 20 more and he'd be good to go. Yeah,
2: so Zion Williamson reportedly is coming back, apparently, to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, quick question, and I'll start it off with you, Tyler. Tyler. Do you think Zion Williamson going back to the Pelicans because they are not too far out from getting that play in tournament possibilities and being in there in right now? Well, yeah, they're in right they're now. In right, but yeah. do you think that Zion Williamson coming back is going to help push this team maybe a little bit farther? Obviously, the season's coming down to the end. But what do you think?
1: <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I it's can't the say West, dude. There's it's a real easy answer. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. He's Wow, what, really? I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I we haven't seen Zion Williamson play in a long time. I don't know how much better shape he is in right. than his big old fluffy self. So, I mean, I don't know. It's too it's too soon for me to say yes. Yeah. Right now, I'm going to say no. Okay. I, I, we haven't seen dominant Zion in a long time. I'm going to yeah.
0: guarantee you, guarantee you right now that within the first five games he plays – he drops thirty, easy,
1: on start, somebody. He's gonna start moving again.
0: No, I'm oh, um, not. Like
1: shed thirty pounds. No, like, he'll damn. he'll he'll drop that. <laughs> he'll drop and thirty I, donuts. I think <laughs> I think he'll
0: drop another fifteen just by playing. A ten, probably ten to fifteen. Say, yeah. I mean, without I mean, I, I'm telling that the West is so freaking weak. It so,
1: is. so. I would have thought, too? Because I mean, it's usually always been here's, the here's, West has been so strong. I will
2: say. So you say five games. I will say in those five games, my big question is going to be how's the how's the foot going to hold up? How's the foot going to hold well, up? Well, after a year
0: and a half, I hope to God it holds up well. Because if it if it yeah. goes, if he has another issue with it, he's done. No, he's, well, he's yeah,
2: absolutely. He's got no career left at that point because now you're talking about a part of the body that he needs more than anything else. He's Mr. Explosive. He's supposed to pop off the court. You can't do that with the way that his injury is. With It's not just even his foot. It's like his foot to his ankle. That's the whole issue. Like, yeah. it's all of and that that's connected. That's the issue. And there.
1: what's not good is that, I mean, what made him such a freak athlete is because a man that size shouldn't be able to Play yeah. as dominant as he is. Run and the I point. think that's take, yeah, <laughs> and that's taking a toll on him. And so right. I mean, he 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 sure as hell needs to shed this weight if he wants to somewhat get back to that. But I mean, just him doing that, even when he was with Duke, it was just I mean that. See, and I wonder, fall, I wonder when down. he blew out yeah. his
0: sneaker like that mm-hmm. during that game and. In- that had to it, be the moment. I wonder if he didn't do some damage to his ankle, not just his knee.
2: That, the way that it came off the ground like that, like he slid that foot across the ground, there's no doubt that he hurt not just his foot, but also his ankle. And I'm with you, Tyler. I will say this. I don't know if they're going—I think they're going to jump the Lakers. I think they can definitely do that at this point. I'm, I'm with but you on that. I don't think that this team's going to be like a—I think it could be 500, right? Because I still oh, yeah. don't know— how I don't, the, how I don't th- see
0: them making a deep run in the playoffs. Because right. I not. still
2: don't know the dynamic between— him and CJ McCollum and uh Brandon Ingram how that's going to work. I think they'll put up points. I think they'll win some games, but I don't see them being at 40, 40 wins, 41 wins. I think is kind of where they'll be. They'll, CJ
1: CJ's your X factor on that team. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. He's been playing great. They're definitely I think they'll ma- they'll definitely make it in the play-in tournament. Yeah. But like exactly what you said, Andrew, I'm with you. They're not going to make it far. I don't consider them I out of the teams that are in the play that are listed in the play-in right now, I would consider them better than the Lakers, but I mean yeah. the Clippers and Timberwolves, no way.
2: They, they just need a point guard, and if they hadn't traded all of them to Portland, <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they would still be, I, I'd give them a better chance, but not at this point, unfortunately. Alright, well folks, it's that magical time again where we talk about the greatest segment in all of Sports and talk radio and TV history. It is You're Killing Me Smalls. So if you had a moment that said You're Killing Me Smalls, make sure to send it to us at Blow Whistle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also hit us up at Radio at gmail.com as well with your You're Killing Me Smalls. We want to hear that next here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. You're
1: Killing Me
3: Smalls. Oh,
2: yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time for You're Killing Me Smalls. That's right. I'm still Andrew Valentin here with David Dykstra and Tyler Beatleball. We're about to do the You're Killing Me Smalls where we take topics, sports, or even unrelated potentially, and we talk about what had them had them saying for us. You're killing me smalls. So, folks, if you have anything that you wanted as well, make sure to hit us up at twist one Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all over the place. Let us know what had you saying you're killing me smalls. I'm going to go with I think you, Tyler. Okay, first thank, if you thank want. you,
0: Andrew. So, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm still <You> debating. <laughs> I here's the
2: thing. I will let everybody know. I don't know if mine's gonna be all that good. If not, I've got a few backups just in case. But there we go. I, I I will let you go first, Tyler, as I get mine kind of <laughs> right. set up.
1: I mean, I'm not much better than you guys. I just found this this morning, like probably like an hour before we started. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, mine's going after. I'm going towards the, the North Carolina coaches because. This, I mean, this is just poor sportsmanship right here. So as all wow. you guys, you, if you guys have all seen, it was yesterday? No. No, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, yes. It was Coach K's last game in Chapel Hill.
0: Nope. And nope. Cameron.
1: What? Cameron? Cameron Indoor. They oh, I'm not sorry. In Chapel Hill they, they are not in Chapel Hill. I'm sorry. God, Chapel this article is telling me the Son wrong. of a, This article is telling me the wrong information. Anyways, last... Home game, coach there, there coaching. You go. There we go. Home, and Duke did a great thing of having like a tribute video and everything, brought the tears out, and it was it was it was awesome. Uh, so the first that he started off, the UNC coaches didn't even shake hands or do anything or even acknowledge Coach K at the start of the game. Let alone at the end of the game. As you guys all saw, UNC upset and totally disrupted that whole great uh, uh, atmosphere for Coach K in his final game. The fans, if you can see, the Duke fans were devastated. But they didn't even, like, shake his hand after the game. Mm. To me, that is just... Come on, you guys are grown men. You should know how this sport... This is a huge, huge heartwarming thing that Duke is doing for Coach K. The dude has been coaching... Duke before, as David would say, I was a twinkle in my dad's testes. (laughs) (laughs) What's
2: going on a shirt.
1: (laughs) We were just talking about making merch. We should make that. Oh, good Lord. So, anyways, this is going to be quick. I mean, this is just poor sportsmanship right here. Coach K is a legend. And for you to not acknowledge him in the beginning and at the end of the game, especially at the end of the game after you guys... Totally I mean Congrats to you guys That was a hell of That was No one thought You guys You guys were 11 point dogs I thought I totally I mean I was shocked Myself I, I bet Duke I'll be honest I bet Duke The money line. I had to Congratulate PJ Because he took North Carolina Yeah <laughs> Oh I mean I don't think Anyone really saw That coming But I would have. I was like Then this would Have been Terrible but you know terrible. what? Congrats. Terrible. Just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. So to the UNC coaches for just poor sportsmanship, not even acknowledging Coach K in the beginning or after the game, I give you, gentlemen, a big old... You're killing me, Smaller. Okay, now, before we go
0: on, yes. Andrew, mm-hmm. take the North Carolina side because you do have a North Carolina Tar Heels fan sitting that is true. across yes. from you and a Duke fan, so we're each going to take the sides.
1: Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, I want to see this. This is going to be fun. <sighs> I I don't even
2: know. I I, I honestly... I I mean, listen, all the respect to Coach K, but I am so happy UNC spoiled the party for Mr. Coach K. So happy. And I will give... Listen, the Duke coach that kind of snubbed on Hubert Davis... At that point, whatever, man. If that's the way you're going to act, I get it. It's an emotional moment. It may happen, whatever. But I'm so happy that UNC was able to come up with the victory. They get themselves in a position where they can make the tournament now. So as a UNC fan myself, I am truly satisfied. Uh, All the love and respect, though, goes to Coach K, obviously. He has really defined a lot of what college football. And let's be honest, USA basketball has been as well. So props to him. But thank you, UNC. Thank you.
0: That, and see, that's that's the whole thing that you don't understand is, like, y- you want to talk rivalries. You want to talk Ohio State, Michigan in football. You want to talk, you know, yeah, Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, and NFL. This is bigger than all of them. <laughs> oh, I've, 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 I know how and, huge and, his rivalry and, is. And, <laughs> and the fact still remains, when they went to Chapel Hill for his last visit to Chapel Hill, no no retirement present, no, no, you know, attaboy. It really is a pretty much a screw you, Coach K. You've ruined our lives for the last umpteen years for the most part. It, like even when the both teams were great, it was such a heated rivalry. Yeah. Such a heated rivalry. Oh, I know so, that's gone well. So way there's back. a lot of animal and, and I think I think Hubert Davis and and Coach K kind of have like a personal vendetta. Yeah. I, he, he, Herbert Davis has a personal vendetta against... Hubert
2: Davis has never really been a fan, even since he was a player at UNC, because you got to remember, he played at UNC when Coach K was coaching there, so
0: not as big as a fan, there's, unfortunately. There's, there's a lot of personal animosity yeah. there. So, I get that. So, yeah, should there have been a respect aspect to it? Probably... As grown ass adults, he has done a lot for college basketball. Not to mention USA basketball, because don't forget about where USA basketball was before yeah. Coach K took back over. And the only, to be quite honest, the only reason Coach K got that head coaching job is because Kobe Bryant said, "I'm not playing for anybody else other than Mike right. Schefcik." Yeah, right. It's true. So that being said, I I get the North Carolina side of it, right. I
2: but do. And this too. is the fandom coming out, too. That's but all that but
0: is. I also am like, you should have at least shown him a, a, a right. skosh of respect.
1: Just think, exactly. Man's that's that's, the, that's more what I was going at. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. sit yeah. here and These. flip
0: out because all Tar Heel fans are pieces of junk. And No, because a lot of them were like, yeah, that wasn't right. right. A lot of them right. have come out and said that's not right. Um, but that being said, do you want me to do mine?
2: Well, I was just going to say get... if I can do something really quick. Yeah, I, I don't ahead. mean to interrupt. No, uh, so, for. breaking news just hit. Uh we find out now why maybe Calvin Ridley wasn't playing. Calvin Ridley has been suspended a year for gambling on NFL games during the season. That has just broke.
0: I wonder if that was part of his mental health issues. Maybe. maybe. People maybe. listen, people lean on things when they're mentally true. Very true. mentally but unhealthy. D- no, nah, I, d-
2: I don't know where he's going now. So,
0: next <laughs> <laughs> FL, here we come.
2: <laughs> but David, if you want to go ahead, I mean, by all means,
0: man. Ooh, do, 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 where do I want to go? <laughs> oh, let's. Uh, why not? Let's. Let's go ahead and do. That. Hey, all you uh, super team NBA teams out there, how's it going for you? <laughs> just want to ask. Just want a little bit of an update. Uh, oh, oh, not not good. LeBron. How, <laughs> no no. You're so mad that you wanna like put a partition up between you and the fans? That's how bad it's going? Oh man, I'm sorry. Um KD, how ooh, your back hurts? What KD, why's your back hurt? Oh, you're carrying the team too much? Oh, I'm sorry, man. It, that that stinks. It'd be a lot easier if you had a full time player on your I get that, you know, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Hey, uh Philly. Hey, Joel, how's how Oh, you guys are going really good. Yeah. That's that's great. Uh, can you talk to me in about two months and tell me how it's going? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so for all those NBA s- super teams out there that thought they had everything answered by getting all these quote-unquote big names to play on their team, I give you a big old... You're killing me, Small. <laughs> took a little <laughs> bit, bit of a different approach. No, I like to that. I like that. 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 that was good. Talking that was good.
2: directly to them is what's needed, I swear. <laughs> swear it's needed. I'd be
0: talking to like... Kevin Durant's belly button.
2: But you'd be talking to him and that's Listen, what's KD!
0: Man, quit spitting in my belly button. Right.
2: Okay. Can you get the lint out of it while you're at it? Hey, a championship ring. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is That's a Charles Barkley's <laughs> belly button. <laughs> I thought that was powdered sugar. <laughs>
0: no, that's Zion. Uh, excuse me. From All the right. beignets. Yes.
2: So- I got sent this from a friend. It's not sports related. It's just weird. I don't know why. Why my buddy? This is uh, my buddy Bobby sent me this, so thank you, Bobby. I guess for this. So does anybody here know a guy by the name of Chuck
0: Grassley? Yeah, he lives right down the road from me. (laughs) No, so I can't. I can't say I do.
2: So Chuck Grassley is actually a U.S. senator. He is a Republican from Iowa.
0: Oh, Uh, good God, this ought to be good. This
2: this man loves. To tweet about deer uh, he has about 12 different tweets from 2012 to 2020 about hitting deer let me read the first tweet he ever put out uh, Fred and I uh, Fred and I hit a deer on highway 136 south of Dyersville I pulled f- after I pulled fender rubbing on tire we continued to farm assume deer dead okay then he gets a next one he says, You HV, you have heard it saying deer in headlight. Look, it is a frightening experience when a real deer is there. And then he also goes on to say the idea of a longer season for deer here, which is for deer connected together because he doesn't know how to use spacing or use proper language. Hunt is to save humans for. Possibly get being killed in accident causing by deer. Uh, he also has other parts of it where he says: Press reports say that on IA 3 of 50 states in car deer accidents. Assume true from experience. Uh, f- Fred driving me, he said Tuesday before New Year Day, he hit deer. Don't have the assume anything. He told deer dead. I wasn't with him that night. I learned that my granddaughter Shirley was in car accident, not daughter Wendy. She is okay. Deer still dead. This guy <laughs> tweets about dead deer more than anybody else. I mean, there's a Twitter completely the de- devoted to him, tweeting about deer still dead. What's Dope? this guy's
1: Twitter? Uh, Twitter Chuck,
2: Chuck Grassley Chuck is Grassley. his name. Right. So if you Dope? look him up on, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna follow Dope?
0: Him. Dope. <laughs> A, <Dope>. A Deer? <laughs> A female deer? A female, A female deer? deer.
2: <laughs> at Chuck Grassley. If you guys want to find him on Twitter, that's where it's at. But you can find all these tweets at Chuck Grassley likes deer. That is the <laughs> that is the Twitter. I'm not joking. I will. It's called deer at deer d e e r <laughs> Chuck. Chuck Grassley likes deer. You can find it. This is actually the Twitter that I'm looking at that my friends show me.
0: And people wonder why our,
1: <laughs> our nation is just...
2: This is a U.S. senator! A, a man that represents I, the country! Can
1: I... I just appreciate every time he's like, Deer is not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it, what, what was the Listen. last one I saw? Oh, thank, it's like deer not oh, dead. No, I was I was so worried about.
0: Could the deer. you imagine him on the Senate floor, like when all <laughs> when all this Russian stuff's going on? Deer and he goes. We just send over deer. Daughter, okay. Deer not Well, that'll take care of Putin in, right there. I he, hey, uh, is, send him a deer. It was deer's well, the, are lethal.
2: <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. My guy... Bobby, thank you so much for that. It made my day. So. To Chuck Grassley for apparently being all for, like, killing deer, I guess. I don't know. I say to you,
1: sir. You're killing me, Smalls. I just. The best part is, like, it's not like he's hunting them. He's just hitting them with his car. (laughs) He
2: keeps hitting them with
1: his car. Bro, how many cars does this guy go through? Apparently,
2: I guess Iowa, from what I saw, Iowa, I guess, has, like, a big problem with deer, I guess. Like, the migrating patterns or whatever. Hey, listen. I don't know. That's, like, the whole thing, I guess, is that. Let,
0: Let me just say this much. I can understand that. Seeing how I traveled like four hours into that state, and there's <laughs> nothing but fields and corn everywhere. Yeah, I can absolutely. imagine deers are like just once the corn gets Bounded shut all down, the they, all of a sudden they're like, "We're in the open, run!" <laughs> babe.
2: Deer is dead.
0: Deer is dead. Do you do Hashtag you wonder, Dead deer. Do you wonder if he? <laughs> sorry, just do you wonder to... if he hit the deer? He goes, oh deer. <laughs> dear God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, yeah, that's dear good. Lord Almighty. <laughs> Oh, okay.
1: Oops, I dear diary. again. <laughs> dear diary.
2: buck really doesn't it's his stop dear here.
3: dear diary. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, dear. I bucked up again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow, who knew we'd get so much entertainment out of this dear...
1: What a this is quality. <laughs> this is quality. Here you
2: go, folks. Chuck quality. Grassley. Find him on Twitter. Chuck Grassley likes deer. It is an actual Oh, and he's also got one about a pigeon too. So apparently he hit a this is real quick. Apparently he hit a pigeon and he was trying to figure out if somebody owns said pigeon. I'm not kidding. He described it the was pigeon. A carrier it was pigeon. He's already dead. But he's describing the pigeon pigeon and he's like, come pick up if you want. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you, somebody are you serious? You. I'm not kidding. You can find it. He's got something about a pigeon. He's got stuff about deer. He is amazing. He's I one love
0: of those guys. Guy. He's one of those guys <laughs> that travels along the road looking for the roadkill. I think I can make a good
1: stew out of that. <laughs> See, he doesn't even mention that he eats the deer. Or no, he likes he the taste of them. He just, like, he just keeps hitting it with his oh, car. This is one that's like,
2: on my way to church, found deer on side of road. Deer is dead. Can't confirm.
1: Can't
3: can, <laughs> can can confirm.
2: confirm. He, he
1: pulls, <laughs> off, he pulls <laughs> off and like checks his pulse. Yeah, yeah no, he dead. To yeah. be fair. To be fair. Yeah, deer dead. This deer is most.
0: <laughs> can confirm.
1: can
2: confirm.
0: So dumb. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: all
2: right well ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it for you You're killing me smalls again if you had one please hit us up at blow two whistle one on instagram twitter
0: <laughs> there's a first time for everything ladies and gentlemen we just went after deer <laughs> yeah, we just went after
2: deer folks oh my god so
0: i mean it's no worse than me going over uh, after a knee <laughs> yeah true
2: Uh, But please hit us up on social media. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, Guys, we are going to be talking about one uh, person who's been asking for the manager so much that they may be giving him a new contract with his uh, employer. We'll be talking about that and more here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. That's right, folks. The NFL is on our minds here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm Andrew Valentin, still here with David Dykstra and Tyler Beautyball. And yes, as I alluded to before, uh, Mr. Karen Aaron (laughs) Rodgers...
1: (laughs) <laughs> love that
0: I Are you the first person To do that I would trademark that Immediately Do
1: it I, I, I haven't I, heard I, anyone I, else say it I, mean, I,
0: I honestly have never heard Anybody no, else no say it no. That so, might be freaking amazing For around listen, here
2: Listen I, I can't take credit for it Unfortunately I, I saw it On, a, on Instagram Oh so I know But oh. Listen If they're not gonna do it I'll do it I I I'll st- do it I still
0: approve of Gwillas.
2: Yeah absolutely Aaron
0: <laughs> wah rogers wah
2: Wah-wah.
0: wah
2: rogers I love it I love that uh, Yes In uh, the first
0: First time he did it, I didn't go live with it. Damn it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Aaron Rodgers, uh, as you know, this saga continues as to whether or not he will be playing in Green Bay or where he will be playing at this point. But the word is out that the Green Bay Packers have apparently made an offer to him and his agent, being Aaron Rodgers and his agent, that apparently would shift the entire quarterback market completely off center. So the question that I have to the people out there, and then I ask the boys in here, is Aaron Rodgers even? Worth that kind of money? Do you honestly think that you could put up with something like Aaron Rodgers with that kind of dough in front of you? Is it possible that Aaron Rodgers is full, so full of himself? All right, personal stuff aside. Serious note though: Is Aaron Rodgers worth the type of money? Can is is it cap is he capable of winning a championship still at this point in time? Obviously, let us know. Blow whistle one on all social media. David started off, man. What I feel like
0: there should be a song playing underneath this. And it should be the prices if the price is right. You know, a little John Cena action in Rogers. Come, come on down. down. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Here, there, there's been some interesting things. The one thing that no one's brought up, and I'm wondering whether or not this might be the "quote unquote" alter the market kind of <laughs> thing. I wonder if they're going to give him a stake in the franchise. <sighs>
2: that that's interesting. You see what I, yeah. do you see what I'm
0: saying? And then how many quarterbacks then get a stake in the franchise
2: that I, I feel like that's taking things really way too far. That's, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I, I feel like in some way, yes, have your voice be heard, have your voice be known for sure. But to give a guy a stake in the franchise,
0: just, it I'm just saying no one's talking about that. Right. Vehemently being an option. And yeah. I would <laughs> listen This tells everybody from here, at least, we talked about it while we were getting ready for the show. They have no faith in Jordan Love at all.
1: Oh, it clearly looks like they don't. If they're
0: willing to do what everybody's kind of under their breath talking about them doing
1: to keep Aaron Rodgers around.
0: Yeah.
1: But see, I don't think giving him a massive contract is going to help. He'll stay because he'll take the money, but we really the, new like what you have no money left to get, oh, okay, but get no, yourself
0: weapons. No, but see here's the difference between 98% of the quarterbacks in the NFL yeah and Aaron Rodgers who did he have last year? Other than Devontae Adams, what marquee wide receiver did he
1: have? Well, he had no one. Really?
0: Exactly. No, I know. And he can like, I don't know no one. Jordy Nelson, unbelievably great wide receiver when he was at Green Bay. Absolutely didn't do jack after. No, uh, driver, unbelievably great wide receiver didn't do jack after he left Green Bay. That's what I'm saying is like you don't necessarily go out and get yourself a couple rookies, seriously, and, well, and couple- have and have Aaron look at him and go, "You my boys." A couple of the-
1: <laughs> well, like one of the mock drafts, it's we saw that shut your mouth, don't even put it out there into the world. I'm not going to say it, but a receiver was picked up by Green Bay in the first round. Yeah. I would cry. I would too. <laughs> I would as well. I'm not even going to say it.
2: Yeah, it, it, the the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is just interesting because obviously there's the reports coming out that he wants $50 million a year. And at that point, when you look at the Packers' salary cap situation. You're done it,
0: as a franchise for the next 10 years. You, yeah, you, yeah. Can,
2: you cannot afford any player that would be of significant value at that point. You're banking then on your coach getting draft picks, building them up. And I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, but Aaron Rodgers, as much as I'm sure he takes care of his body and all that stuff, like Tom Brady does, I don't think he's getting guy receivers to that next level in time well, and we, for him to be able to still get a Super first Bowl. First off,
0: Andrew, he is taking care of his body because he just came off a 13 day butter cleanse. Yeah, okay, butter cleanse. <laughs> you didn't hear about this? Yes, that's this. He I, the ate, thing. I heard this about this. The, he ate butter for yeah. 13 days. No, and it was kind of about this. Both ends. <sighs>
1: Yeah. Butter cleanse. Yeah. Like, he just he, Like, he, he just ate butter. Of sticks of butter. Sticks of butter. Yep. Because... Did, really? Somewhere... How's that a cleanse?
0: ate... <laughs> <laughs> The lactose acid, I Why believe, does that sound like such like a clears out your... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like such a Wisconsin thing. Uh, you you want to get
2: better? You just put some butter in your system, <laughs> eh? And, uh, put, some, put some cheese on top of that. Yeah, no, all, you're, you're the, I didn't even think about that. You don't need a vaccine. Is. Just take,
1: take a spoonful yeah. of butter. <laughs> that's,
0: such, that's such a Green Bay thing to do. Oh, we're doing yeah, a butter just, cleanse
2: There, We're, we're just, doing oh, a butter cleanse. It's, it's his old, old mama <laughs> recipe or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just put some butter on some cheese and you'll feel this better. This goes down
1: January. Generations and generations in our family—great,
0: great grandmother <laughs> oh my her when she came here to Wisconsin. That
1: is so good. Dip your curds in it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> help it out a little Do bit. You want to
0: know? You want to know what the most disappointing thing about my whole trip to Wisconsin was? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> did you have cheese curds? Spotted cow let me down.
1: What? Did wow, it really? wow, why?
0: I did. I was not a fan. Are you oh. serious? Was not too light,
1: dude. Wow. Oh. Well, you know what? You, you have to have a mood, man. Moon-, Moon Man from New Glarus. Okay. That's an underrated one. Ryan Horvath talked about it because, you know, he's a big-time Wisconsin boy. and uh, <laughs> Actually, he's yeah. from here. He's from
0: Joliet. Yeah. Man. Oh, so, Joliet? Yeah, he's, he's from Joliet. He's like, man, you live, like, right next to me, man. I was like. Oh, no way. Dude. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> but no, he, he, he says uh, he likes Moon Man over uh, Spotted <laughs> Cow. And I, I back him up on it. I like Moon man. Spotted
0: Cow? Do you like IPAs? I'm I'm not a huge IPA guy. Okay. Oh God, we're getting into beer now. <laughs> this could go down a rabbit hole with me and Tyler. <laughs> we talked <Jeez>. about Wisconsin. <laughs> I, I, IBA, I IP, IBA, IPAs to me are can be too hoppy, and I don't want that hoppy, real hard hoppy aftertaste. I feel that. I, I want something. Like I that. want something that I know I'm drinking a beer, but yep. is also smooth. It the at, and don't get me wrong, the Spotted Cow smooth.
2: But it just had an appeal.
0: It had ways. no texture to it. Ah, I see what there, you mean. It was like drinking flavored water. Yeah.
1: I, I, I see like, what you mean. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's no carbonation. Well, not, not just like now, even carbonation,
0: but there's no bite to it. I know what you mean. You want a little bit of bite at least, but anyway. Sorry.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> so just like David, obviously uh, Aaron Rodgers hopefully will not disappoint uh, like Spotted Cow, I guess. Uh, we will see obviously what happens with the contract situation there. I, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it has it has certainly been why it's, it's been wide speculated that Aaron Rodgers might be heading to the. Uh, One of either two places at this point, it seems like it's either going to be Green Bay or Denver at this point, kind of seem to be the two weighted. I I've heard Tennessee and Pittsburgh, but the two of them at this point at this point, it's just, it's uncertainty a little update too, by the way, the NFL says Calvin Ridley's betting uh, took place. Uh, It just disappeared on me again.
0: (laughs) It took place here. I got you. I got you. Thank you. Kevin Ridley's betting took place in November when he was not with the team. No evidence games compromised in any way. Yes. So
2: he was already sitting out potentially for what he was saying was mental health issues. And now, obviously, betting on his games, not the best look. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the first hour. But guess what, folks? We still have a second hour to come. Yes, that's right. And Want when we do days. come back, days. folks, we are going to be hitting into the March madness and the insanity that will be college basketball will be pouring over that. Plus, we have to get into some Major League Baseball because it's going to be Major League news potentially coming out. We'll be talking all that here on the second hour here on SportsTownChicago.com. Blow the Whistle. The Lancers are now dancers. For the first time in their Division I
3: history, Longwood is headed to the NCAA Tournament. There's a miss and a retrieval and a three!
2: And we are back here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. I'm Andrew Valentin here with David Dijkstra and Tyler Beautyball, and we are bringing you the second hour, Aurora Dos. For all you Spanish listeners out there, again, thank you all so much for listening. All the wonderful people all across the podcast world, Under the Hood podcast as well, and so much more. Again, follow us at blow whistle one on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email us at blow 2 Radio at gmail.com. And, of course, highlights courtesy of CBS, ladies and gentlemen, for the college Basketball world, uh, so uh, obviously yes. The the, the college, ESPN
0: uh, two, ESPN as well. two as well. Sorry,
2: yes. Apologies, apologies. Uh, yes, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, uh, college basketball is officially here. March Madness is under, er, is almost underway. We as uh, was mentioning again, a wonderful, wonderful, well done. Uh, <laughs> update. Hey, Andrew, honestly,
0: I can't believe that you didn't know what that song was.
2: I was, I kept thinking it was Cindy Lauper's. Whitney uh, Houston, my friend. Ah,
0: uh, that's right.
2: Love Whitney. Houston. I feel bad.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
1: I think Whoa. you just shocked David. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I love that song. And that's when I DJ. What? It's my go-to. Oh. I wanna, I wanna dance, dance with
0: somebody. With
3: somebody. <laughs> I wanna in the heat with somebody. Can, okay,
0: so it comes from his DJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you you probably up. also love the Bodyguard soundtrack, too. And
3: no.
1: <laughs> we'll always love you oh, <laughs>
2: Alright, uh, well speaking of We will always love you We love March Madness, folks And uh, it chaos, is yeah. Chaos, <laughs> chaos, chaos,
0: chaos Yes,
2: so it is official chaos Coming in here, ladies and gentlemen College basketball Obviously a lot of crazy stuff We got the conference tournaments Going on here very soon As was mentioned Again, update wise, six days away from Selection Sunday, but we will find out how the NCAA tournament is going to look. So without further ado, let's just get into the big question for all the fans. And then you guys here, who are your favorites? Who are the ones that you think are potentially going to fall? And who are those long shots that we should be looking for? Again, comment on Blowtea Whistle 1 on all the social media. David, you want to kick this one off for us, man?
0: I will guarantee you every team in the NCAA tournament is crossing their fingers and toes and everything like that going, please, God, not Loyola. Please, God, not Loyola. <laughs> there, were, there were teams going, no, Drake, no! <laughs> you had him, man! They went on a 19-0 run. Drake yeah. was handling him. And Drake has a, a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Just and was pure for like the first three fourths of that first half, yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Loyola goes, "Nah, we're done playing. <laughs> <laughs> let, let let's lay it on them." Yeah. Um. Congratulations, by the way, to Longwood. First time ever NCAA bid in Division One. So congratulations to them. Absolutely fantastic.
1: That's only two teams huge. that
0: have been automatically in so far all the rest of the chaos happens this week. Wow, that's a really great question, Andrew. Um this year to me and and I I, I want to say over the past 3 years I've said this a lot. Mm-hmm. But this year above every other year I want to say is the most wide open year I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I doubt, there doubt. it's an, I can honestly say I would not be surprised to see two number 16s beat Two number ones this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, I, it absolutely. I, can if we happen. thought our brackets got busted badly last year, I feel like it's going to be a lot worse.
0: Mine this got year. busted so bad last year, I was out by th- the second day.
1: Oh, it's, I, I didn't three even make it of, of, the first Three
0: one. of my <laughs> final four teams were out by day two Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can't remember that. All I know is I just remembered that it was gone after Illinois lost to Loyola in the first yeah. round.
0: Which if I swear on all is holy if they have Illinois and Loyola in the same freaking bracket this year, they will be held to pay. I'm
1: going yeah. to lose it.
2: Yeah, it it, it. The bracket stuff is always, like, a a hit or miss with me just because I understand, like, their positioning is obviously determined on regional stuff and where everybody placed. But it's just there are certain matchups that I think everybody wants to see, right? And they should be aware of those said matchups that could potentially happen. It's not that they will, but we want to see them, obviously, before, like... The the second second, round. The second round, we don't want to
0: see. That should have been at least in a a Sweet 16, Elite Eight game.
2: Right, exactly. Something better than what we witnessed. I guess.
0: Are we all in agreement? Three of the top four number one seeds are probably going to be Gonzaga, uh, Arizona, Arizona. and. Oh, who was the other one? Uh, Auburn. Uh
2: well right now so the top 4 teams right now as far this is the AP top 25 uh I'll read them off just real quick yeah. you got so 1 to 25 this is how it's going down in order Gonzaga Arizona Baylor Duke Auburn Kansas Kentucky Purdue Providence, Wisconsin, Villanova, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Houston, Arkansas, USC, UCLA, UConn, Saint Mary's, Illinois, Texas, Murray State, Ohio State, Iowa, Alabama. That's I know a, that's a lot. That's, but that's, an, an, that's, the top that's an
1: updated one. That's the most recent one. Are you per sure? ESPN. Mine, mine looks. Di- mine's different than yours. Give us yours. This, this one quick. has. You, are you looking at the? the this AIP? is from
2: week. Oh, well, this is saying week seventeen. Yeah, that's this old. Is,
1: this is. I have the new one right now. It goes. 1-25, Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, Auburn, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Nova, Tennessee, Purdue, Providence, Wisconsin, UCLA, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Illinois, St. Mary's, Houston, Murray State, UConn, USC, Texas, Colorado State, Iowa, and North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, that's, Here, here's, that's more accurate.
0: And, for and, sure. and there's there's your top four right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that that low four seed is going to be the interesting one. And
2: here's the problem I have too is that I feel like there's a good possibility that three of those four seeds
1: again might be knocked out.
0: Oh, very easily. Gonzaga is going to lose in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. I, I'm almost convinced of that. If not earlier,
1: I was gonna say I would pick them earlier before Sweet Sixteen because I. It depends never, on it depends on their bracket. I'd say Elite yeah. Eight. I think they could make the
2: Final Four, but I think that's where they may lose it. Auburn right now feels like a dominant team. Their defense, Auburn, offense is Auburn so good. Auburn needs their
0: backcourt to step up. If their oh, yeah. backcourt steps up, their backcourt is trash right now.
2: If they still had uh, Sharif Cooper from last year who was a baller for them, by the way, and probably should have been a first-round pick. He's in the G League right now. If they still had him, he'd probably be a first-round pick this year, number one. And number two, this team would probably be number one in the country because okay. he stretches the court for them, absolutely. Um, and that's what sucks. Can- I,
0: Kansas is tough, and they're right under that four. I like Kentucky more than I like Kansas I at don't this think point. Kentucky's going anywhere. It's
2: Because they're, here's, they're battling hard right now. Yeah,
0: see, and here's the thing. <laughs> that... More than any other division in, well, other than maybe the Big Ten. Yeah, that SEC tournament could go to five to six teams.
2: Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. easily. I mean, because Tennessee has turned it on as of Tennessee. uh, Arkansas looks
1: dominant. That's that's one of my favorite teams in this right now. Arkansas. I mean, I've got. I think they're they're one. They're my sleeper team.
0: Okay. I've got. I've got. I've got my sleeper team too. Who's Uh, yours? Tech.
1: Really? Oh. I watched that's them a good, in person. They're pretty one. good. If, that's if, a good one. If, if, if Tech good. is
0: on, there's not a team they can't beat in the country. Uh, not a single. They went. There was a stretch that they went where they beat in a week. Yeah. They beat Baylor, Kansas, and uh, Texas. Yes. All yeah. in the same week.
2: I'll yeah. say for my favorite... It's a toss up between like Auburn and Purdue. I still like Purdue. I still like the way that they play. I think that they're a team that, yeah, they kind of had a rough patch right now, but they're one where their unit is so number one, they've got a lot of seniors and juniors there, and they're so spread deep through their depth. I think they can hang with a lot of teams. Surprisers, I'm going to go with like Providence or Houston right now because they both play tough. I they don't, both play good defense.
0: I don't think Providence or Houston's even the best team in their conference right now.
2: No, they, they, there's an argument for that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I like I like the way that they play. They play above the rim. They play fast like Houston usually does. And Providence my is my
0: slamajama. Yeah, and
2: a yeah, <laughs> little little bit of like a mini version of that. And Providence is just like kind of like kicked it up a notch. Providence is, is weird.
1: weird. Yeah, Providence <laughs> is weird this year. Yeah. you talked about Purdue. I, I don't have the biggest faith in Purdue because they've been back and forth. Yeah. And they have that. I can't think of his name, but they have that guard. Phenomenal player. But the thing that gets me the most is that they have a seven-foot-four center. Yes. But he is small. Yeah, he's a stick and he's
2: skinny. He's like he should be, for his he size. He should be getting
1: like 20 boards a game.
2: Absolutely. But yeah. I mean, I, I
1: defense wise, non-existent.
2: Yeah. And then can we all just agree the fail is going to probably be Gonzaga. Is that just an agreement? <laughs> just an the agreement. I, I, I'm the, like the, the one that's going to fall. Oh, the fail? Yeah, the yeah, fail. Of the bunch. I'm not putting oh, any faith yeah. in Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. By the way, I'll give a shout out I'll, to uh, UConn and UCLA. They looked, they've looked, they looked good as well.
0: I'll give you another. Actually, when we come back from the break, I'll, I'll tease it. I'll, okay. I got another one, and everybody will be shocked about this fail, too. Well,
2: ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be hearing that right here on Blow the Whistle on SportsDownChicago.com. Gotta love that music, and don't you say anything, Mr. Dykstra. Last time we couldn't even get through the
0: second. No, I won't, because it looks like we're actually going to have basketball this year. So I'll keep my mouth shut. There you go. Uh,
2: Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Blow the whistle. Andrew Valentin here with David Dykstra and Tyler Buterball. We are still talking NCAA tournament. We just got done with a fun conversation about basically, basically went over like the fails, the funds, the guys who we think are going to be good, the guys who think we're going to be bad. long shots potentially uh obviously we are now moving into kind of the bulk of the tournament as a whole kind of who we think are going to be there so the question i have for all the fans out there and you can obviously hit us up at blow whistle one on all social media and we want to hear from you guys is do you think that this is going to be one of the most entertaining march madness tournaments that we have ever seen and let's say the last what 10, 15 years, 10 potentially. Years. Yeah, 10 Let's years. Let's
0: go 10. Nice round number. Yeah,
2: what do you guys think, David? Start it off for us. Oh, man. I I
0: think there's going to be more close games this year than any other year. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to, you know, final minutes. Okay. If not seconds. And to get back to my tease real quick, one of my fails this year is Duke. I don't know if they make it to the Sweet 16 this really? year. Really? Really? Okay. They're too inconsistent. It. it, 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 This is this is the funny thing about Duke this year. It's it's either going to be they don't make it out uh, into the Sweet Sixteen or they go on a run. Okay. Because I could see that one or the other. They are that good. Yeah. They are that good that they could. They're damn good. Yeah. But see, their problem is that they haven't played any kind of talent this year, Mm -hmm. and. Low-key low key, under the radar, like we were discussing, Andrew, Yeah, there's an extremely talented team that has all of a sudden put it together over the last month mm-hmm. and has looked extremely dangerous. Yeah. And that's why Andrew brought up Houston. I was like, man, they aren't even the best team in their conference. Mm-hmm. Memphis is good. Yes. <laughs> really good.
1: I've been liking how they've been playing. And uh, where are they? They're not even sitting in the rankings, though, are they? No, they're not. They ranked. had a no.
0: horrible beginning to the season. Yeah. Okay.
1: They were yeah, ranked that's right. Because the they were the 10. huge they were the big disappointment um in college basketball because who was
0: who was the who was their big time name that got sent away from the team or decided to leave the team, quote that, unquote. That
2: would be Amoni Bates, the which Bates. Oh, which yeah. broke my heart because and I thought that kid was going to dominate college basketball. Ever
0: since then, they've been on fire. Yeah. On fire because he's not hugging the ball.
2: Which worries me. <laughs> I really would like the Bulls to have made a run at him, but now if now after seeing that, that kind of like says, okay, so Jalen Duran, who's their top player, is clearly a star. That kid's going top five. He's playing like it. He's a clearly a top center. But I, I I I I agree. I think Memphis at this point, I losing a Moni Bates might have been the best thing that happened to Penny Hardaway at
0: this point. Hey, and. I fear for any team that has to go up against Memphis at this point.
1: Yeah. What makes me believe – I mean, I'm with you on that this is probably going to be the most entertaining March Madness ever because we even got a taste of March Madness like, what, a couple weeks ago when all uh, top six eight teams, rings, yeah. six to eight uh, teams got upset. Mm-hmm. That was that was the most chaotic weekend of regular season
0: And it wasn't basketball. even the biggest upset. No, the biggest no. upset in Division I basketball was – Chicago State beating New Mexico State. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: Shout out to our boys.
1: Chris Ross. Sam Brief. Calling the game.
0: Calling the game.
1: Absolutely. Chris Rouse,
0: Chris Rouse with the absolute beautiful, beautiful kiss. <laughs> yeah, makes me laugh every time I hear it.
1: That was fantastic.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, this tournament, I mean, it's filled. I mean, it's going to be filled with names at this point. Oh, And the conference Conference tournaments are not going to make this thing any easier because, like you said, when you look at the SEC and the Big Ten, I mean, I would even throw in, like, the Pac-12. I know there's only a handful of names that are ranked or doing well, but, I mean, when you consider Arizona and USC and UCLA are right now ranked there's a possibility that anybody could come out of this with a victory.
0: Don't discount Oregon either. Right. Like like, when Oregon's playing well, they're very, very hard to beat.
2: Absolutely. Uh, One of the teams that I want to mention real quick is in the Big Ten. It's Wisconsin because a lot of people have been kind of up and down with Wisconsin. The word is now that Johnny Davis is out. Uh, No word yet from what I've understood that he's out indefinitely, but he seems like he may be out for at least a good significant amount of time, which – I'm, I am I thought Wisconsin might actually have been a favorite they at some run. point. They, they could have made a run, yeah. They could have made a run, but now you lose one of your top players. And I'm sorry, I, the Wisconsin team is good, but without him, they lose that extra dimension. They lose that that leader that they need can I just, at that
1: point. Can I just shout out? Go for it! Can you you it? know you Can want to. Mainly because I also put a bet on it and I won. <laughs> my Nebraska Cornhuskers upset the Wisconsin Badgers. Thank you very much. That was very fun to watch, but, and it was nice money. But pocket. like we're,
0: we're we're sitting here talking about it, there's four to five teams that could win the Big Ten tournament. There's oh, easy. Six,
1: yeah, oh yeah.
0: six teams that could easily go on a run in the SEC tournament and win. Yeah, I'd say there's it's probably. All over the place. I I would say there's probably. Th- three teams that could win the ACC tournament. Yeah. Big 12. I think it's three.
2: It's down to Kansas and Texas tech at this point. Yeah. I'd say (laughs) there's nobody else that stands out. I'd say
0: Kansas state could sneak in there.
2: Yeah, they're always Kansas
0: State could sneak in there and do some damage.
2: I would like to say Texas because I know they're ranked. Unfortunately, I they're not good. I can't I, listen. Ever since Katie left Texas, it's just been like up down, up down with that. Well, game. not
0: only that, you let Texas Tech and you, you let them take over your <laughs> big
1: disappointment your in that Big sales. Twelve is Iowa State.
2: Yeah, they've 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 dropped from grace. They no longer look like that Iowa State team that used to dominate. No, well, I 12.
0: mean, you got to got to go out there and get Frazier to come and recruit for you, <laughs> or go and get, or you got to go get uh coach for the Bulls.
2: Oh, Hoiberg, you gotta Hoiberg, get, you got to
0: go back and get Hoiberg. But
2: he's to come coaching back. the Huskers, yes, and, sir. <laughs> Are you are you conflicted?
0: Ooh, are you conflicted? Does it, is it conflicted for I was for upset you? that they
1: Nebraska. <laughs> you know what's funny? Hear, I could hear Butterball. No,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: you know what's funny though? I'm not like a huge like. I'm a Nebraska football fan. I'm not a Nebraska <laughs> me, I'm not a Nebraska basketball fan. But when they play, I will root for them, you know, because it's, it's I Nebraska. Am, I, I it love was so funny. football, but not basketball. Yeah, it's we were so talking.
0: funny. I turned on, like, I was just looking for the Loyola game yesterday and didn't yeah. realize that it didn't start until 1. So I'm just kind of flipping through yesterday and watching, <laughs> watching. And I flip it, and it's Penn State versus Rutgers. And I'm like, oh. <sighs> <laughs>
2: I guess. <laughs> sure, why not? And Penn State why made a not? run.
0: They ended up not winning, but they made no, a yeah, run. They, they they made I, See, that's the thing about. Well. That's what makes me so monks. mad about Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> like they will absolutely fight until they can't fight no more, <laughs> and they're like, "You're like, oh, oh, oh. oh man. But you
1: tried your hardest. Yeah, you tried absolutely. your hardest.
0: Uh, there's
2: there's a lot of teams in this that I I, I mean. You could easily say they could make a giant run, right? We talk about Arkansas as being anyone one of them. in.
0: The, you want me to be honest? Anyone yeah. in that top twenty-four could make a run, and, and there's yeah. there there's a mid-major in there that's really, really, really dangerous. Being Murray State, <laughs> Murray
2: State. <laughs> oh yeah, scary no. good. They are fast. All, they are talented. You they, forget
0: about them a yeah. lot. How can you forget about well, the, the, the alma well, mater jaw? Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> They, no, they just saw what Jaw's doing. Let,
2: let, let's be real here. If you asked uh, if a poll of a hundred people, where did Jaw go to college? I'm, I'm sure there's like a handful of people with us included in that. I'm sure that could be like we know where he went. A bunch of other people be like, I don't know something. Ja, State, like <laughs> ja Duke, was the right?
1: reason. Yeah, Jaw right. ja was the reason I kn- knew about Murray State.
2: I, I think that's the that's reason the why. Reason. Like, like
0: I knew, I knew about Steph Curry before anybody else did. Because I watched him in, I Davidson. watched yeah. him in the tournament, for, and I rooted for Davison. So, and I looked at my dad when Davison was playing, and went, "This kid's gonna be special." Yeah, no. he
1: was. Uh, <laughs> he was nuts.
2: For those who don't know, the star player for this team has been KJ Williams. This kid has been going off. Uh, he scores 18 points a game. He scores. Uh, he has eight and a half rebounds, and he scores 54 percent from the field. Eight. This guy is. Nasty. And well, he's 6'10, 245. So, if you're looking for a forward, maybe in like the second round, possibly, you're looking at a guy like him to be like a big time. A I'll big be time honest man. with
0: you. Part of the reason that they've gotten better is guess who goes back to his alma mater and does workouts all yes. the time? Mm-hmm. Jaw.
2: Yeah. Jaw goes, ja back, goes there.
0: back there and works out with he's the team. He's a I remember tool the they use. Well, ever since ever since he went there, <laughs> and he goes. And the crazy thing is, he goes back because he loves the university as much as he does. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I mean, that's you love to see that. I mean, because I mean, ever since Ja left that school, Murray State's been like very well known in and in the in the rankings.
2: And well, that's the thing, right? It's kind
1: of like it drags the- more talent. To that team. Yeah.
2: It's like the Jacksonville State kind of thing that we're seeing now with Deion Sanders and stuff. You get a guy that goes there that's a star, right? Be it a coach or a player or whatever. It draws the town. Look at what Jackson State Has become now Right We don't know if they're Going to be a, a studded team That wins the championship Who knows if they will Right Who right. knows But with the talent They're acquiring right he now should,
0: He should win a division One double A
2: Exactly They should win the. They should win Their conference again and they Or should, FCS probably, Excuse yes, me They should win Their conference again And probably be in ties To win like a national the title I would
0: assume stupid thing In the
2: world <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same thing With the, these schools I mean listen Gonzaga, Arizona They have that Oh we've got rich history stuff. It's like Murray State and like a bunch in like St. Mary's even like I throw those schools out there and it's like who knows their history unless that's you went to those no, schools
0: right there. That's another team Saint Mary's super scary.
2: Dave turned it on again too. <laughs> they they were kind of like down a little super bit and then they burst it up. Yeah. they and they play good team and that's the thing a lot of these teams right now a lot of the
0: are, mid-major teams they, are always like senior heavy. Yeah. They, or upperclassmen heavy.
2: Right. They play good team basketball and really if you look at a lot of these teams there's a lot of teams that it's like it's not first year guys,
1: Saint Mary's, second third year. Saint games. Mary's beat Gonzaga mm-hmm. by ten. They oh did. yeah, at they home. had some impressive at home. At home. Mind you but
0: yeah, they had see, some That's why, wins. The, that's that's why I, I keep telling everybody there's not a team that's going to be in that bracket that wants to see Loyola <laughs> across the across the court from them because Loyola is that perennial were team players. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no real big superstar. They all kind of contribute. Yeah. Keep
2: in mind for the St. Mary's Gales, they have four players scoring in double digits. Four. Wow. Quattro folks. So when you have that, you have a team that can go on a run. Absolutely. Any of these teams can do it. Super excited for the NCAA tournament. We all it's can't wait to do our brand. Most
1: wonderful time of the year.
2: Because this is going to be... Every year chaotic folks oh, chaotic
1: yeah. and you know how much we love chaos absolutely we root it. for it and
2: speaking of chaos there is absolute chaos reigning within the baseball world and we'll be talking all that here and more on blow the whistle on sportsdownchicago.com Get those summer vibes, folks. Really, with that music. Beautiful I just wanna now. I
0: just wanna scream. Put me in, coach. I wanna play.
2: <laughs> I can be if you need center field. Uh, <laughs> all right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Blow the Whistle. I am Andrew Valentin, still here with our man David Dykstra. Unfortunately, Mr. Tyler Beautiball has other pressing engagements. He has priorities. You. He has those priorities. Uh, where he's got to make the big bucks uh, and get famous, folks. So uh, make sure to <laughs> g- give him some love there as we bring you the good old radio here on SportsTownChicago.com. Obviously, hit us up at blow 2 one on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we are talking about the baseball season. As we know, the games are being canceled. The talks continue on. A proposal has been put out there.
0: Can you really call them talks at this point, though?
2: I I guess we... It's we,
0: like two ships <laughs> passing in the night. <laughs> Hey look we said hi <laughs>
2: yeah wow. it, from what we've understood a lot of these uh, quick little phone calls last like 50 minutes where it's like all right everybody on the line yeah all right click <laughs> that's a, that's probably the end of it so it's very difficult to say where baseball is at at this point other than it's dead in the water and we don't know exactly where that ship is going at this point it is it's got no sail no rudder the captain's sick all the all the <laughs> All the uh, the the first mates and all the crew members seem to kind of be wanting to jump overboard at this point. It's a mess. So the question that we have to all the people out there. Uh with baseball obviously being canceled and news also coming out too for baseball for those who don't know there has been an agreement made in some degree that the MLB and MLB Players Union will agree to ban the shift implement a pitch clock and make bases larger for the 2023 season so the question I have to all the fans and then I'll hit it to you David uh, what do you think about these changes and do you think that baseball will come to sort of conclusion soon I know that's the question we seem to kind of always be asking but uh, obviously hit us up on social media at blow to whistle one david what do you think man what do you think about these changes and what do you think about the do you think the upcoming season is going to be here okay, anytime you, soon you saw my face
0: yes i did Bases is <laughs> bigger the, uh, yeah like that's the, the, the priority right <laughs> the hell first I, I are you wait now first off yeah are you making all the pieces bigger because all that that creates a bigger strike zone for the pitcher that's right. i guess what i'm asking I
2: think they're just talking about the first, second, third. I I believe so. I didn't get all the details on it. I apologize, but I think it's primarily because they don't want guys like obviously stepping on each other, spiking, all that kind of it's stuff. It's going to happen no happen. matter what. Right. Exactly. So, if you don't learn how to slide properly, what are you going to do? Get hurt. Make
0: it make the base a foot bigger. Right. That, like square inch wise I think, That's what I'm saying It's yeah. like How big are you going To make the base? Because at some point It becomes clowny
2: I think Yeah I think they're talking about Like making it Like an inch Or an, like an inch and a half Or something A little what, bit bigger What when you
0: step on the base, Is it going to go Yeah <laughs> Like, yeah. Make it
2: more entertaining, I think. I don't know. I think what
0: they're <laughs> Be trying... able to... to tell whether he was
2: Right, not. exactly. <laughs> I, well, I think that's part of their, their game, right? They want to, obviously, one, speed the game up with the pitch clock thing. Which I
0: have no issue with. The pitch clock... I don't clock, either. I think I, that's great. I, I, and the ban on the shift. Thank you, God.
2: <laughs> I I Listen, on all this stuff, you're going to get... It's a huge divide. I've seen people being like, finally, they're going to start making the game move a little bit faster. I think that's good because... Unfortunately, I know the baseball purists are like, don't change the game. What's wrong with the game? And if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Well, it's not about it being broke. It's about progression. It's about making the game for the new fan because as much as I love, listen, as much as I love baseball, right? I love baseball. There's a lot of baseball fans that Brandon loves baseball, right? But let's be honest. You should not be just trying to appeal to the fan that you already have, right? Exactly. The marketing is about getting the new fan. How do you get the new fan the new generation. The game? Exactly. Kids right now aren't playing... Be- I mean, they're playing baseball, but not at the rate that they used to. So you want to try to get those kids watching the game, going to the game, playing the game, being the future of the game. How do you do that? You have to try and implement new things to
0: change the game up. Well, not just that, but even just watching the game. As in general. On television. Yeah. Like... I'm sorry, I don't have four hours of my life to dedicate
2: I understand that. to a baseball game. I'm a baseball fan. I can't sit there. I will be honest. People can call me out, say whatever you want. I don't care. I can't sit there for three and a half hours in front of a TV when I have my laptop here and I've got to do stuff. I've got my phone over here and I'm getting a phone call. You know, I play video games. It's what I do to kind of relax myself. If it's in front of me, I'm going to do it. It's It's going to happen. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to sit there and watch every single inning, every single pitch. It's not going to happen.
0: But if you speed the game up to three hours, two and a half, two and a half, three hours. Yeah. I'm more likely to sit down and watch an entire game. Absolutely. That's why I loved Mark Burley. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I knew guaranteed Mark Burley was taking the mound. It was a two and a half at the most two and two hours and 45 minute game.
2: Yes. He clocked in at two hours, 46 minutes on the, and on average with his games, every other pitcher was three hours, five minutes. Through uh, th- for his span, I think with the White Sox. So you're talking about one of the fastest working pitchers in the game. Which for fans, it was great, and it worked to kind of work to their advantage. But
0: and, and guess what? He threw a perfect game and a no hitter. Yeah. So I mean, must have, must have known something,
2: right? And won a World Series ring. So something was working
0: for them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. But it's it these
2: changes. I, I again. Whether you like them or not, something needs to be done to help make the make this game because it's America's pastime. We are it's we not are its in, game anymore.
0: We are in the age of attention deficit disorder. Yes, it's how every kid's been brought up past my generation. Yeah, to where it's a short attention span. They want immediate gratification, and baseball ne- doesn't necessarily give that unless it's a home run every other freaking inning.
2: I. I can't quote exactly where this is from, but I I remember reading an article from 1900 to I think it was 1960, I think I want to say. The attention span of a person was clocked around like two, three minutes. You could hold a person's attention for two, three minutes between that 60-year time period. Obviously, around that time television comes in, it starts to shrink, it starts to shrink. Now, you have the attention span of an adult. An adult, mind you, is somewhere between 10 to 20 seconds of a child, you have less than five seconds of a child. Yeah. And we're talking like three, four years old when they're starting to cognitively be able to sit down and concentrate on stuff. You have three to five seconds maybe to get a kid interested in something and keep their attention. Otherwise, they're gone. And I mean, I don't have I don't have kids. I know you're a parent. I've, you know I've, this. I've, I'm going through it right now <laughs> yeah, exactly. with my
0: three-year-old exactly. every other minute. Hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? Hey, can we do this? Right. Um, Getting getting to the brass tax of things though. Yes. <laughs> From what I understand, they are about thirty million dollars apart mm-hmm. on on the on the luxury tax yeah. thing. The players want it to continue to grow and get paid more and more, which I understand inflation and all that. And and the owners are like, No 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 no. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, $30 million is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And for them to be that far apart does not give me a whole heck of a lot of hope in this being resolved anytime soon.
2: Yes. So it is the competitive balance tax. There you go. That the union is not seeding anything on. This is per CBS Sports uh, of the report by RJ Anderson. Thank you. Uh, by the way, that news that broke about the whole situation was by uh, Nyman. uh, uh Brad Nyman, I believe it is, okay. that broke the news on on the new uh, agreement. But yes, it's two hundred thirty eight million, and it's to grow to two hundred sixty three million. So, give or take, uh, just under thirty million dollars. But it's a lot of money, and the players want their voice in it. Meanwhile, uh, the 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 league is countering with two hundred twenty million, and then it climbs to two hundred thirty million. So it's only a gross of ten million dollars. Like, yeah, if I'm the players, I'm like, well. I don't think we're asking for too much. Like, I mean, yes, you're right. It's a lot of money, but in the source of baseball making, I think it was $6 billion last year. Oh, they're a
0: billion dollar corporation. Absolutely.
2: You, I think can let a little, like a good 10 million kind of find the common ground. I'm sure the players union is willing to find the common ground what they what it feels like they're trying to do is get those salaries up. That's what they want. They want that minimum wage salary for baseball players to be able to be up there so that they can get paid more, right? They've already kind of agreed on raising it by $20, 000, by 20,000 by $25,000 from 700,000 to 725,000 with an annual growth of $20,000. So eventually it'll get to a million. But when you're talking about annual, you're talking about yearly things. And when that happens, by that point, the game could look completely different. So who knows? Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't know because of the difference that these two sides are facing with one another. There's no common ground that makes you think like, oh, they're going to come to an agreement at some point. They're just too far apart from each other, and now they're getting vocal on social media. And now they're getting into the media with you know Rob Manfred giving his little speech. The players are now going out there, kind of making fun of him and, and joking about the situation. Mike Trout even spoke out against Rob Manfred. And when silent man Mike Trout speaks out about an issue like this, you know it's getting serious.
0: Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point that that people that typically don't speak up are starting to speak up. Absolutely. Anthony Rizzo. (laughs) Yeah. Like, when have you ever heard Anthony Rizzo come out and give an opinion on
2: anything? Yeah, he's usually been Mr. Quiet and Silent, you know, for the most part. Mr. Team Player. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, I I think the players understand that they compromised way too much in the last CBA Mm -hmm. and aren't willing to do it again this year. Yeah. Or this time around.
2: Well, and when you consider, again, the 60 games in 66 days, the players were the ones that were kind of made out as... They gave up. They kind of folded, so they gave in to the owner's demands of the 60 games in 66 days. So now I think, it, I, I said this before when it happened, I'm like, this is where the players are going to be like, no, we gave you that. We want more. And I, I, I just knew this was coming, that the players were going to stand their ground as I thought they should and as I believe they should. And now, though, it's going to put the whole baseball season at risk. But for the players' self, I don't blame them. Because the owners have always tried to be like, we have to crush the players and crush the union and, and be in power of them. Or you could try to work with them. I mean, it's your call, but they always seem to want to dominate the union. And the union's like, we're not backing down. We're the product. Yes, you can outlast us in money, but at some point you're going to start to lose revenue. So, and, and we'll just sit out for as long as we want. And honestly, at the end of that, that's going to just kill baseball. That's just the, that's just the bottom line of it. I I don't know how it survives after that.
0: If there's any more than a month, yeah, taken out of the season, yeah. Just, <laughs> KBO, <laughs> here we come. <laughs> uh, independent, independent. Australia, Italy. Know, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's gonna get bad before it gets. It's gonna get worse before it gets better by far. Oh yeah, by far, and. I just I don't see an end to it right now. I just don't unless some kind of miracle situation comes up. Uh yeah, it's it's going to it's going to get worse.
2: Yeah, a miracle is needed and speaking of miracles, uh, college basketball is known for many miracles and we'll be speaking about many of those miracles right here on Bull the Whistle coming up next on sportstownchicago.com.
0: Really? <laughs> well, you gave me the fucking beat, man. I do you know what this is? Oh, oh am, we um, can't be friends anymore. We cannot be ca- friends I'm gonna, anymore. Know,
2: I'm gonna be bad. I'm gonna be bad because of this. I can't. I this beat I've heard a million of times. God, what is this? Nah, Eat I,
0: dog and Warren G. Ah,
2: yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, folks. I'm I'm really off my game today. I
0: apologize, good but gravy.
2: well, yeah, the whole shocker, <laughs> the whole
0: show is our our boy Butterball knowing Whitney Houston. stuff. I was like,
2: <laughs> what? Did not expect that. Not I, at I, all. I, I hurt me on that one, but man, that was good. Uh, welcome everybody back to Bloat. Back to blow the whistle here (laughs) yeah, on SportsTownChicago.com. Andrew Valentin still here with David Dykstra. Tyler Butteball has buttered himself up and slid on out of here to his job. (laughs) So we obviously were talking about miracles in baseball, hoping that something would happen. And whilst we talked about miracles, the miracle thoughts came on our mind because NCAA tournament is coming up soon here. Right. And obviously, when we talk about March Madness, there are. Tons of moments that we can think of I'm sure that have just been Insanely outstanding That stand out to us I mean there's a lot Of basketball history between the two of us That we've seen for sure <laughs> so
0: It would what, be what are you be, trying to be, say yeah,
2: true? <laughs> I'm just I'm not insinuating anything all I'm Saying is you trying that- to say I'm old <laughs> I didn't say nothing maybe. but uh, because of all that knowledge that we have between our two noggins I thought it would be awesome if we talked a little bit about the best NCAA tournament moments to have ever happened I don't know if we want to rank them I don't know do you want to do a ranking or something like that yeah, do you there's just no, want to no, talk that, that, about that, maybe yeah, the moment
0: let's just talk okay. about them I there's no because everybody has their own right like, I mean uh, you could go down a list and you know. I know what's number one in my heart okay and, and I'll'll I'll finish with that one okay. but. Like, because it's the one that changed my whole perspective on March Madness for the rest of my life. Okay, I like so.
2: that. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I, well, I, I'll, I guess I'll start it off. So, I mean, listen, I'll start it off with probably what a lot of people would consider the number one, maybe, moment in NCAA tournament. I was not there for that, but I've seen the 30 for 30 survive in advance. It's NC State beating by Lama Jam Houston. That, that's a pretty good one. I mean, that that's the start of like madness for March, right? That is the I lowest lead.
0: <laughs> I do not remember that one. Okay.
2: But I mean, that starts the whole conversation of can the lower seed beat the top seed, right? It happens. A lower seed, kind of middle of the pack. You don't really think about them. Comes out of nowhere. Beats the perennially considered top team in the country and wins it off of a great dunk by Lorenzo Charles on the putback to win the national championship. And that kind of changes, I think, NCAA history for the, I would say for the better, because now it gives the lower seed teams that chance. Right. And then you have other moments. I would say like, well, uh, what was it like George Mason goes on that final four run.
0: George Mason's one of my, one of my better memories. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, VCU is one I remember very well fondly. I shocker. I loved, I loved that team, man. That VCU team came out of nowhere, made the final four and everyone's like, Okay, so it's these three power teams, and what's their thing? VCU? Where, where are they from? Virginia Commonwealth. What? <laughs> Shaka. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, those, those are just a few moments for me. David, moments for you. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of them, obviously.
0: Bryce Drew nailing the three for Valparaiso Ooh. is is a huge that's one a classic. Me. Yeah, that, that's, that's a classic. unbelievably amazing. Um... Layola. Yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh if you want to go more recent. I can actually there are few and far between where I can actually tell you where I was and what I was doing while I was watching those games. Yeah. I was bartending at Chili's at the time and okay. I was we had six screens. Every single one of them was on the Layola game. Yeah. Every single and that's just in the bar. Okay. Like we had plenty more TVs, but everybody's like, turn on the lay (laughs) hole again. So we did. And they kept going and going and going. And there wasn't a game that my bar wasn't packed full of people just rooting for sister Jean. And you know, it continues. That's why no one wants to play them. Yeah. They got the power of Christ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's very true.
0: Exercise those demons. Um, (laughs) I, I have a sentimental one where, uh, my son and I went to Applebee's and watched uh, Duke, Wisconsin. Okay. In the final, the the championship game, and yes. Duke prevailed, so it was the first time my son actually got to see Duke win a national title. Okay. And he's a Duke fan because yeah. you know his dad's a Duke fan. I so. understandable. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty cool experience for me. Um. There's just so many like uh, Northern Iowa hitting a half court shot, yeah, to to win after I, I think it was I can't even remember who it was. They played some. I've watched it so many times though. Mm. Uh, the other team hit a a shot with like and left like 1.2 seconds left on the clock, and the guy just heaved it from half court and.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That one
0: was pretty cool. I want to say it was LSU or Texas. Uh, Texas, I think. Might have been Texas. I I don't remember. I mean, there's... Let's go even more recent. And I know this one's going to hurt you a little bit. Villanova. That that. that championship game, to watch Michael Jordan go from (laughs) elation to like almost crying... Yeah. ...was unreal. Here's the thing. I was torn on
2: that because I actually know Jalen Brunson. I followed him in college I actually got a chance to interview him when I was doing my blog back in the day I got a chance to talk with him and stuff because he did some things in a game that obviously were not nice and he got some heat for it so I got a chance to talk with him actually because he answered my email thank God but uh, but I saw him on that team so I was torn I'm like god I love UNC but man it'd be great if if the hometown kid could do it and they and not only did they do it once and they crushed my heart on that one, but then they do it again the next year. I that I mean that Villanova team not just just not just the shot by Jenkins to win that game against UNC, but the fact that they were able to win those two national titles that said everything I think in my book on what uh, on what Villanova really was right. I mean that what and what they still are. They're still a powerhouse to that point. They have not left. They still get top players.
0: And I mean, we can go as far back as the the man, the myth, the legend starting his his rise to greatness. Yeah. Michael Jordan hitting that shot against That's the corner three. The abs no it wasn't a three. It was just a oh, corner yeah, no, it, no, it, no, it was it a was baseline a, shot. That's right.
2: Three pointers were not a thing yet. That's right. Um
0: and uh he they were a thing, but it wasn't a three. Right. But uh not everybody was hauling them up from them yeah, them areas right. <laughs> at that point, but they beat the perennial powerhouse Georgetown.
2: Yeah, with Patrick Ewing down low. Yeah, with
0: Patrick Ewing, and the, it, it's amazing to see how how people fall though, or or universities fall. Oh yeah. Like, like Georgetown
2: DC beating
0: Virginia UNBC, for 16, yeah, that that one ever to do it. That was insane.
2: And then Virginia comes back the next year and wins it. All. I have a lot of
0: hurt in my soul for <laughs> for Lehigh upsetting Duke two and fifteen. Oh uh, yeah. two versus was
2: that Cj McCollum too, right? He was on that group, was he not? Uh, of uh, um, for Lehigh for Lehigh, that might have been that might
0: that might have been Cj McCollum. I'm thinking I
2: don't. If anybody knows, confirm or deny that on us. Um, that might have been. Go a little old I school. I didn't
0: realize he went to Lehigh.
2: Yeah, he's from Lehigh. Yeah. Penn
0: State, or Pennsylvania boy. Mm-hmm. All, right. Uh,
2: All right. Some old school ones for people. Obviously, Magic versus Bird. It, it started in college, went to the oh. NBA. We've and, seen what it became. And <laughs> Indiana
0: State hasn't been the same since.
2: No, <laughs> no, it hasn't. Uh, you got the Chris Webber with the timeout that he knew he didn't, wasn't oh, happening. Oh,
0: that one, that one killed me. Because the younger generation is never going to know the effect that the Fab Five had on basketball? Yes. Just in general, mm-hmm. the way you wore shorts, the way you wore socks, the way you looked on yep. the court changed because of the Fab Five. Absolutely. Uh,
2: obviously, 1966, you got Western West Texas, which is now UTEP, actually. Winning with the first all all black roster, beating the powerhouse Kentucky team. That was that was huge defining stuff. Uh culturally. Culturally. I it just it changed the game. You got I gotta give some love. Arizona uh getting beat by Illinois in 2005. That, Deron Williams' team, so good. That so was,
0: good. Uh let's just go back to that the run that D Williams <laughs> oh yeah Illinois team made. Yeah. Down by 17. Uh, Was it fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen
2: people left the arena because they're like, "It's over." I
0: almost turned the <laughs> game off. I'm not gonna lie. And I they almost came turned the... back. Yeah.
2: Oh, so good. And I'll give one more too, just for my boy who's a UCLA fan. Uh, what is it? Edney and the 1995. He goes coast to coast for the layup oh, to win the game. Yeah. Everybody thought that did not count. And, it, it, and when you look back at the video,
0: last second he gets in there. I, I, for me, probably one of the best coast-to-coast drives I've ever seen in the tournament.
2: I've I've ne- never seen anything like that. Watching that video, I'm like, he didn't make that. You watched it back, oh, he made that.
0: <laughs> he sprinted All right. and made that. So the one for me yep. that is above everything and anything. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll set the I'll set the tone. Do it. I'm sitting downstairs. It is it is the regional final. Okay. And it's Duke Kentucky. This is where my disdain for Kentucky comes from. Okay. The, back then it was, you know,
2: Right, they, they were locking All the horns. time, yeah. All the
0: time they were locking horns. My dad's a huge Kentucky fan when it comes to basketball.
2: Oh, okay. Really weird. It's her Interfamil- family Really weird, rivalry. though. I
0: don't know why. He just he loved the coaches then, and I didn't. Understandable. So Duke goes down mm-hmm. by one with 1.2 seconds left on the exactly clock. exactly
2: where you're going with this.
0: I write in ink Kentucky. Yeah. My dad looks at me and goes, I wouldn't do that if I were you. You never know what's going to happen. I'm like, yep. Pop, there's 1.2 seconds left. There's no way they're going to full court pass this and win the game. Yeah. Little did I know, <laughs> Grant Hill has a cannon for an arm. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. all of a sudden, that's the beginning of Grant Hill. Yep. And then they go on, and Grant Hill shows up at the UNLV game, and go, everybody goes, oh, we've got something here absolutely but makes a three quarter court pass to the man the myth the legend christian leitner who then has time to fake to his right spin to his left and just drops one from just beyond deadly shot and sinks it and i to me that's one of the few times i've actually yelled yeah and gone (laughs) oh my gosh so the way that it changed March Madness for me is I have never since written anything in ink
2: okay so you so you always wait I it's always a wait
0: I may put it in in pencil Mm -hmm. but until the game's over I won't go back and put it into ink
3: okay
2: uh, by the way, shout out to Christian Leitner. Thank you for signing one of the basketballs I brought at t- one time when he was in Chicago. And he wrote, to Andrew, sorry you're a UNC fan. <laughs> love, Christian. I love it. Yes. Thank- hey, it's one of my favorite things. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: that's amazing. It was great. That's amazing. Um, but, yeah, that's the one that's defined me for my for my life.
2: Honestly, and it's a, it's a great moment, too. And and also, I mean, wh- that, was the, that just, was the chest stomp game, too, right? That was the yes, same game. same game. <laughs> and,
0: and, and to be quite honest, you know, the— Not so much the fact that he made the shot was amazing. Right. But to then whoever was doing the cameras that day, unbelievably great job. The director, (laughs) because as soon as he hit it, they panned right to the, to the bench. Yeah. And you don't appreciate it in the moment, but now that we're in the media business, (laughs) looking back on it, what a brilliant move. For the director to, all right, if if something crazy happens and he makes it, I need somebody on that bench to get the reactions. Yeah, and absolutely. just to see like people holding their heads and cl- openly weeping. You can see the crowd
2: is just like in shock. People in Kentucky like falling to their knees as they're in the stands. It was ah uh,
0: yeah. It, so for me, that 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 will always go down as my number one March Madness moment. Respect on that. Respect on that.
2: Well, folks. Uh, that's going to do it for us. But obviously, if you had any March Madness moments that you really, truly loved... Hit us up at Blow Whistle one on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We want to hear from you guys. And we hope you have enjoyed this show here. Again, if you want to hit us up, social media, Whistle one You guys want to ask us any questions, any comments, anything like that, hit us up at BlowTWhistleRadio at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. You can find us on all podcasting platforms. Shout out to the people at, who listen to us from Under the Hood for the Under the Hood podcast. We really appreciate you guys being here, joining with us and everything. If you guys want to catch us tomorrow, we'll be live on the air. On TV, YouTube, YouTube for sure, YouTube for sure, YouTube. (laughs) It is going to be at X Bomb Sports for the Blow the Whistle Show. Maybe Twitch.tv slash X Bomb Sports. We'll find out. We will find out. It's
0: a day-to-day process with us.
2: But catch us 2.30 to 3.30. We're planning on going live. It'll be David and Tyler doing their thing. I'll probably be in the back. I'll throw out my You're Killing Me Smalls. Maybe we'll talk about the the, the dear guy again. That's great. That was great. Uh, But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for being a part of this. And we'll see you guys next week here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com.